Welcome to the Move With Us podcast, where we talk all things health, fitness, relationships and life. Welcome back, everyone. We are back in the podcast studio. It's Rachel and I today, and we've got a bit of a fun, interesting, I guess, reflection topic today, you would say. So apparently this is kind of trending. My friend Sophia, our friend Sophia, sent us through suggestions because she is a podcast fanatic. And this one was inspired by Alexis, who recently did a, you know, 10 things or whatever that I learned in my 20s. And seeing as it's a couple of months before I enter the big three zero, I thought, what a perfect time to reflect when you said that I was like what and I'm like oh my god you're turning 30 this year I know a few people like oh my god like how do you feel to be honest I feel like I should have been 35 years ago I feel like my 20s has been so So long. long yeah so whenever everyone's like oh my god you're 10 years off 40 I'm like yeah but that 10 years is so long. I feel like also it doesn't make a huge difference. Like a number isn't, a number doesn't define you. Yeah. yeah you are, you are, true. your age is what you think. You but know, a lot of people fear aging. It's a thing. Oh, a hundred percent. But I yeah. would feel more aging from a perspective if like you started to struggle with something or, but if you're yeah, like, like going along. When mom well. turned 60, she was like, for the first time ever, she's like, I noticed <laughs> a change yeah, in my body and strength. And yeah. I think I'll struggle with that. As long as you're feeling good. Yeah. I mean, I'm feeling tired. <laughs> I'm feeling like I should be 30. Me too, Jill, me too. <laughs> yeah, every time I say I'm tired, I'm like, I shouldn't say that in front of Emma because obviously no, she's got you, a new everyone one. Everyone has their own feelings. There'll be a whole new level of tired, I'm sure, when I enter that phase. So yeah, we thought, why not, you know, talk about things yeah. we kind of... And I actually, ha- I enjoyed writing this list and I was actually reading some to Toby last night. So Emma and I have been going back and forth on this list and I was like, from when you turn 20 to when you turn 30... You're just in a completely different place. It's a massive 10 years. It's a real growth 10 years, I feel. To think of myself and my mindset and who I was 10 years ago is just so different to to what I feel I am today, which is good, a good thing, right? I always like, people always like... people never change (laughs) yeah they do change (laughs) people definitely change and I think that I don't know why change gets such a bad rap I think as human beings we're constantly evolving and changing and whether it be in our relationships or you know our own journey within ourselves fitness journey like it's a never-ending I would go as far as saying I feel like change is inevitable oh 100% I feel like it is inevitable that people are changing Mm. people around you change you change and really at the end of the day it's about like synchronizing yourself with people who you align with and that's why sometimes I feel like people fall in and out of friendships or relationships or because that change is happening and, and you can't help it yeah I think that and it's funny like when I started a business I was like oh I'm like when the business gets to this stage it will just stay the same and the more you go on the journey the more you realize like it's just not how it works no. just like your fitness journey just like everything yeah. else things are constantly changing and we're constantly growing and adapting and I actually think it's a good thing and being open to change and growth is super important and something I definitely feel like I've learned in my 20s but we could talk about that all day let's go roll out number through one. the list number one take risks this was the first thing that came to my mind when I think of what I did especially in my early 20s yeah I feel like 
in your 20s for most people, you're figuring out what you want to do with your life. You know, you may be in a serious relationship, you may not be, you may travel. Like, I feel like the world is literally your oyster. It is. And can I just say, like, don't get me wrong, I didn't think this when I was in my early 20s. So Mm -hmm. it's something that I've learned. But I realize now that whilst I thought I was in a super serious stage of my life in my (laughs) 20s, it was actually the best time to take risks. Like, yeah, you have responsibility, but I feel like my responsibility now versus back then is tenfold. hundred oh, percent. So it's kind of like this blissful opportunist time mm. to really like take risks mm. where, yeah, there's consequence, yeah. but I don't know. You just It's have not more. the same. No. Like, what am and, I trying to say? And obviously everyone's life is different, but I think what you're trying to say and something that I definitely did is there's just no, there's no real fear of failure because you don't have as much to lose, yes. right? You kind of are still living at home for some people yeah. or you're at uni or whatever it may be. For me, I just found that like nothing was off limits. No. I took every single opportunity that I possibly could, paid, unpaid. I was there. I was putting myself out there. I worried less. Yeah. I was like, I probably did have the same, like I could have fallen just as hard maybe. But You're a I bit was oblivious. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, who cares? It doesn't matter. Everything will be fine. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. <laughs> and things were not in, in mind, that's for sure. And I feel this is a really good one. So obviously, you know, growing up, you're kind of like, everyone's like, what are you going to do with your life? And you're kind of like, shit I don't know like I'm 20 and something for me I you know tried a couple of different degrees I ended up doing business and and finishing it but throughout that journey I really fell in love with fitness and I've got on here feed your passion Mm. and I love that because I think that we're so scared to do what potentially isn't like set out for us and I think that what are you going to lose you know follow your dreams follow your passions and that's something that Emma did you were how how many years were you into law I was so I finished a four-year full-time law degree I finished like all of my practical stuff and then I worked for I think four years I was 25 or 26 was I that's I was a bit younger you're like into your career you know but you've chose to give that up and follow what you and do what you love yeah which was like really scary but this is this is a crazy thing I feel when you genuinely have an obsession with something a passion a love you almost it's not that you don't care but you're just like I'm doing it Mm. Like even at the time, I had so many people around me be like, you're making a mistake. My partner, my ex-partner at the time, I remember him texting me and being like, I think you're making a mistake. Like, I know it's not my place anymore. It's always the ones around, like the closest to you. It's crazy. I'm just going to do it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I remember being like, I'm going to give myself a year. And if everything falls to absolute, you know, pieces, then after that year, I will go back to law. And never looked back <laughs> thanks I, yeah. for your advice sweetie yeah. but you I'm did you did encourage me which was I nice I was always that person and friend that yeah. was always telling people to just do the inevitable like yeah. do what you think you can't because I just I just believe that when you truly love something or you really feel passionate about it it's so hard to fail in it well you went through the same mm. thing like I remember dad giving you lectures yeah, and basically oh being like and dad like has done nothing but encourage us to oh, like yeah. do our best our whole life. But he did have a bit of a block. Mm, of with, course, he was very traditional. Yes. Yeah. At that stage, like he didn't really believe personal training was like a full-time job. No. 
I still remember even speaking to my brother who was a lot younger than me at that point. And I was trying to explain to him, I'm like, you know, we're doing these, this is how I'm going to take it online. Like, this is what I'm going to do. And he's like, I remember looking at me like, yeah, okay. Like sort of like couldn't understand or see what I could see. As I said, I really believe that if you want to go for something, what is the worst that can happen? You can always go back to your job. Yeah, you can. You can literally always go back. So that's number one, 100%. If you are in your 20s, stop fearing what may happen and just go for it. And can I just say like people love to make out worst case scenarios. Oh, yeah. So you'll get these opinions and it will honestly sound like the world is literally about to end, like doomsday if something goes wrong. (laughs) But like it's actually never as bad or very rarely as bad as what people make it out to be if it doesn't work out. Like normally worst case scenario, it doesn't happen. It's like, all right, like I'm just going to go do what I was doing or, you know, you, you get guided onto a different path from there anyway that you end up supposed to being on but it's just take risks it's like never as bad as what you think it's gonna be I always say like life's happening for us you know so just go with it go with it let it let it do its thing so number two you don't have to be liked by everyone this is such a good one. Oh my god because it's so, so hard true. when you're young and you're like you just yeah. want everyone to like you yeah. and you literally live your life for other people yeah it's crazy <laughs> and I think like so I have a lot of how do I say this I have a lot of younger friends mm. like even for me like I have a lot of friends your age so yeah. I'm three years older than you mm-hmm. so I have a lot of friends my age but also a lot of younger friends so with like the really young friends like literally almost eight years younger than me I noticed that often it's like there's a struggle and there's a pull with worrying about what other people think Mm. and this is going back like even five years ago like obviously everyone's grown and like changed and matured now but seeing that genuine like panic in people and knowing I've been there like Mm. I used to be that person it's really it's like it's hard to tell someone else but if you could that's the first thing you would say is like stop worrying so much about what other people think it Mm. does not matter like you're not going to be liked by everyone and regardless of like what your thoughts are half these people probably aren't even Mm. saying or like you know it's more in your own head than 100% and I feel like yeah something I've personally learned is that what people always say is like quality over quantity and how rare quality people are to find so that's why I'm like when you do find someone and quality for for people different people is different things but when you find your quality like your kind of people really invest in those relationships and something that I've learned over the last couple of years is that relationships like anything require a lot of work whether it's intimate or a friendship and I think that putting the effort into it that's required for those couple of people is just so much more rewarding than trying to be friends with like every single person under the sun like personally I don't have time for that that many friendships I feel like any kind of relationship to a degree it has to fill your cup Mm. so When you're having relationships that you don't really gel with, it's not filling your cup anyway. It's like Mm. they're kind of there, but they're not. Like they're not Mm. serving you and you're probably not serving them. So 100%. And also, yeah, yeah. And you do, I think another one is that you outgrow people and they outgrow you. Like, Well, this just goes back to the change thing. Yeah, the change thing. It's like so many people think because I was friends with that person in high school, like we have to still be friends. And it's like you actually don't. If you both, you know, have different interests and have grown in different directions, it's okay to not have that friendship and I think that something in your 20s that you learn is that you will outgrow people they will outgrow you you will change directions and that you don't have to be friends with everyone and And it hurts to begin with yeah I reckon like the, the first little while when you think especially from school like going through high school and having like I don't know 
if this is the case for everyone, but I definitely had people who didn't like me. Mm. Like I had, and you go through those emotions around that and like not being able to accept why and Mm. kind of it upsets you kind of coming out of that. And then finally realizing like, you know what, it actually doesn't matter. And I also feel like, you know, you let's say you're trying really hard to make a friendship work and you're putting all of this effort in and you're constantly being let down. And it's quite an emotional journey. I think when you can get to that stage where you're like, you know what, I have, Toby always says to me, he's like, if you look back in five to 10 years at this conversation or how you're acting, like, would you be happy with, you know, what you did? And I think you've got to get to a stage with like, you know what, I put my best foot forward. If I looked back, would I be proud of myself? And if it's a yes and it's just not working, it's actually a relief when you can cut that relationship off and realize that there's just so many other people out in there in the world that may be your people. And I think that's about, there's a relief in actually moving away from friendships that no longer serve you. So number three, and you kind of touched on this. I love how they all tie into each other. Um, But this one for me is just, oh, like a really big lesson for me in my 20s is nothing is ever as bad as it seems yeah that's true the amount of stress the stress the worry the meltdown over everything everything especially building businesses if something went wrong I was like the whole company's burning to the ground (laughs) like it was always like the worst possible scenario same in relationships or friendships like the smallest things felt so So big big. but do you think as well it's because you're kind of going through a transition in life where like you really start to care about certain things Mm. and certain people Mm -hmm. so for example by things I I, you know the company or people the relationship you're in or the friendship that you have Mm -hmm. so like you're really starting to acknowledge how much you care about certain things and then you're also at the same time starting to realize how things could actually go wrong and you hear stories about stuff happening and then it kind of catapults and you're just like definitely and I but I feel feel like a lot of it is that it's it's all first times you know like first heartbreak yeah first thing go wrong in business like so you're experiencing so much for the first time that it's like you don't have the tools to deal with it. So you go straight to the worst possible. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the more you deal with these in your 20s, and I tell you, there's a lot lot of them. Yeah, all right. The more you get to like, and I I look at mom and dad sometimes and they're like, oh, it's all right, sweetie, don't worry about it. I'm like, what are you, because now I'm kind of like, I get it. Like, it's fine. We'll figure it out. There's always a solution to every problem. Like, you just learn that the world isn't ending. Yeah. Believe it or not, you'll be okay. And really, like someone said this, I can't remember who said it to me, but they're like, life is essentially just a series of problems that you have to kind of resolve. You're constantly problem solving. Whereas when you're young, I feel like a problem seems like such a massive thing and and it's like, oh my God, I have a problem. Like, how could I possibly have a problem? Whereas now it's like, add it to the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Start ticking them off as they go. Like, it just is such a different perspective. And another thing is like time heals everything. So as you get older, you realize with time yeah your heart heals the problem goes away you know you actually learn from like a massive you know failure in whatever it may be you grow as a person like from those things can actually come become great yeah great you know opportunities and what about that first heartbreak though oh my god God. I literally remember my first heartbreak I was so upset I cried myself like but like the hysterical yeah the the, the genuine like guys we're not kidding like we felt that in our like deep souls like you know you don't ever think you're going to fall in love again. You're like, yeah. I genuinely was like, yeah. I am going to love and marry you and that this is just forever. Whereas yeah. now after you have one or a couple of loves, you realize, 
Oh, this is amazing. But can, if it doesn't work, I'm yeah. going to I'm going to move on. And I'm you have many forward. loves in your life, and I think that's beautiful. You know, yeah. and also through different heartbreaks, you you so, learn different things. Yeah, and you realize what you do and don't want in a relationship, which is so important. Yeah, because. I feel well. So yeah. think back to your first yeah. heartbreak. Yeah. Imagine if you were still with that person, mm. like that just wouldn't compute with your life right now. Like, yeah. you know, such different things. So I do think the only way you learn mm. and grow as a person and with other people is to go through those things. Mm. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Some people end up with their childhood yeah. sweetheart, but they go through it together. Yes. So it's just like everyone's different. But for me personally, yeah, as you said, my life is in such a different place. It's hard to imagine yeah. that now, if that makes yeah. sense. Or like often like with relationships it's always like a tragic ending like something yeah. and at the time you're like how does this happen to me like how's it how am I ever going to get move on from this but now you look back and you're like oh my god like I'm so glad in a way that that did happen because it was the push that I needed oh yeah isn't it interesting as well like I remember my first boyfriend I was so like everything was about him he had like a football career and I was 17 he was like got signed for a team in Melbourne I was like I'm leaving my whole life I saved up all this money <laughs> to move there couldn't get a job like it was the worst decision for my life mum and dad were like (laughs) help can we just take a minute to like reflect on mum and dad and like how they just let us make these decisions full well knowing that it's like you have to honestly the worst I know but now that I am a parent I'm like how am I gonna do like mum reckons and I won't go into too much detail but mum reckons I had a boyfriend at one time and she's like your father and I, honestly, we were so worried. The whole family was that you end up together. <laughs> so worried. <laughs> Not once did they ever say that to me no, when I was with this guy. Probably not even like it was it was a good time after like maybe a year and year and a half because I think they were so yeah. scared I was going to get back with him and then it came out and I was like <laughs> you just you never thought to tell me this and then she's like no nah, it wasn't worth it at the time it half yeah. pushes you closer to them so yeah. we just had to leave you I'm like god you're patient mum and dad was so intelligent with their parenting yeah they, like, they yeah. really knew how to work us they did but yeah I put my whole life on hold for this guy and then he stopped football and he was like you know what I'm gonna join the police force and I was like okay like cool and he's like oh I'm gonna move to a rural place like do you want to and I was like you know what and at that stage I was just like no and from thereafter I really stopped ever living my life for my partner as in like don't get me wrong there's compromise but I very much lived through my 20s yeah putting myself first and yeah I think that definitely was you probably uh, kind of needed that like push well it, it 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 forced me to be independent for failure is a great teacher success isn't so this one was a good one and you had in there it's okay to make mistakes and I feel like in your 20s you want everything if something doesn't work out as we mentioned the world's ending yeah but what you don't realize is how much you grow from things not working out yeah that's true like it's when you succeed, I even remember as a kid, like if you did really well at something or mm. say, you know, you won a race or you, it was so easy to feel good. Oh yeah. But like in coming third or fourth or wherever, or, or like that was such a more hard lesson to learn. It was harder to accept and cop. Mm-hmm. And especially if you've worked really hard for something oh, and yeah. it doesn't all go to plan and you've got to kind of like readjust your emotions around Mm. it your expectations around something like it's really hard but you 
grow as a person through those moments. Oh, you learn so much. And I, I still remember times where, you know, the pain when you'd lose, yeah. but also like the how, the character building, you know, aspect of it. Oh. And even from competing. So competing, I was very blessed and lucky enough to win my first, I think, three shows. Yeah. And then on my fourth show, I came second. And I still remember to this day, to me, that was actually the biggest growth I saw in yeah. myself by not winning. Yeah. So as hard as it was, and as obviously as much as I wanted to win, I felt I needed, like my character actually needed yeah. that. And I think it was a really like healthy experience to yeah. go through. And again, like this is in all aspects of life, like business, like if your business is constantly succeeding, you actually don't really know what is and isn't working. It, yeah. it, it's it's hard. Success masks things. And I, I really appreciate the lessons in in failing or learning. So yeah. That was a big one. Five, something I've, I've only just recently in the last couple of years been able to do. Strength in vulnerability. People will, and myself, misinterpret vulnerability as a weakness when in fact it's very much a strength. Well, vulnerability can make you feel weak because you're being open about stuff that kind of leaves you open as a bit of a target mm -hmm. if the wrong people get that yeah. kind of information off you or like that response, that vulnerable mm -hmm. response. But I think there's a lot of strength in allowing that openness and allowing people to kind of accept you for who you are. Enjoy. Of, yeah. Being loved by people, like the right people, being loved when you are you yeah. feels oh, so much better. really good. <laughs> yeah. When you're being someone for other people and they like that someone but it's not you that you're never really getting the full joy no. of life and end of those friendships it's or relationships 100 it's exhausting and like you're constantly feeling like you have to be a certain way or act a certain way and that's just not there's there's enough I always say like there's enough going on in life that causes stress exhaustion all that sort of stuff being able to just be authentically yourself mm -hmm. is a gift and something that I learned in my 20s and which I found very difficult, I mostly learned when I was single. So I had like a year of being single and I remember realizing that until I, I could never truly love myself if I couldn't be honest with myself. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't even know I was an anxious person until a couple of years ago. I remember saying to Toby at one stage, I was like, you know, I'm feeling like this and that and this. He's like, okay, so you're kind of worried about like the future and what might happen. I was like, yeah, like I'm feeling quite like that a lot. He's like, yeah, that's anxiety. And I was like, no, no, I'm not an anxious person. He's like, yeah, that, that's, that's, you know, anxiety. I was like, I'm an, I'm an anxious person. And I was like, yeah. most of us are. And, but in my mind, being anxious was was a weakness yeah. and it was something that I couldn't I didn't want to identify as right yeah. and it's like something that I've really learned is that I feel when you can finally be vulnerable and not all the time and it's still like for me personally I'm constantly trying to lean into it yeah. but when you can be vulnerable you truly get to experience life to the to its full capacity yeah yeah. With people, with yourself. But I think this is also like an important aspect of being vulnerable. It's having the people around you and only needs to be your tight circle. It doesn't need to be, but also like recognize the vulnerability and nurture it. Mm. And as much as people are like, oh, you should be able to like just do it, like absorb it all yourself. Like it doesn't matter what other people, how other people take that. I think it's important like when you know someone you're really close to that mm. is in a vulnerable situation and, and trying to be vulnerable to kind of nurture that and take that on and appreciate mm. what like how big of a thing it is coming to you when they're in that like kind yeah. of I guess circumstance Definitely. because I feel like yeah 
often you'll be super vulnerable and people are a bit can be a bit insensitive yeah. choosing who you yes. want to be vulnerable with yeah. but most importantly prioritizing being vulnerable with yourself yeah. I think was something that I've learned and honest with yourself which is scary yeah, it's confronting being honest with yourself it kind of goes back yeah. to like self-reflecting yeah and, and like takes me I never to used to do that I my ne- next one. Oh, okay she's I love the way you're reading out yeah. this list emotions are normal so yeah. talk to us a little bit about how you've I just feel like as a younger person, I never used to self-reflect and it wasn't even like intentional. I just never even thought to like, like I could reflect on other people and other people's behavior, but I could never like self-reflect. This is like late teens, early twenties. And then I kind of got to a stage where I was like, okay, well, how does this actually make me feel? How did that behavior actually, like, did I enjoy behaving that way? in in an argument or or was that a way that like I kind of look back and think I could have handled that better it's just amazing how much you can actually learn from a situation when you self-reflect on it and I think the most important thing about reflection is something I'm learning is reflect but don't beat yourself up I'm a super critical person so I like to reflect but then blame myself about the things I could have done better or this or that and it's like learn to reflect take on that you're not perfect but you're under you're understanding and you're learning where you can be better and then your aim should be to implement that in your next conversation or experience or whatever it may be but I think sometimes reflection can be harmful when you're constantly just kind of beating yourself up about how you're not at the standard you want to be and this takes me back to you know what I used to say to our girls early early on when we first started personal training and so many of them were like you know, I'm so unhappy with with myself and, and yeah. where I am. And I used to say, until you can be happy with where you are now, whilst working towards where you want to go, you're going to be pretty miserable. And it's yeah. the same with personal development. You need to be happy with where you are now, acknowledging that, yeah, you want to constantly improve and grow. And through that is is doing things like reflection, but well, it needs to be in a in a helpful way. You know it needs to be in like in a positive, mm. like, yeah, I get, what you, I get what you mean. It's kind of like the same, a little bit different, but since having Alina I get like major mum guilt Mm -hmm. and like it's beyond just your normal like it's it's legitimately a thing that I never even kind of realized or took seriously but everything I do now especially when it comes to her I'll like start feeling really guilty about Mm -hmm. and it's actually been a huge work in progress where I've had to like reflect on things I'm doing and actually not feel super guilty like if I have to go somewhere or leave her and stuff like that and that's been a whole journey in itself so yeah you're never too old to kind of learn that oh 100% and I think just being kind with yourself through the process and this takes me to progress over perfection so this is something I've definitely learned (laughs) in my 20s and something that kind of aligns with this is like effort versus expectation because I feel sometimes our expectation of what we want to achieve or do or be it doesn't align with our efforts. And I think yeah. that part of learning that progress progression is is the key to to growing is that you need to be realistic with the effort you're putting in. Yeah. And you need to be realistic with the fact that things take time yeah. and, you know, is a journey. It's not an overnight thing. Yeah. And the small things you do every day, like sometimes when I'm having a hard day, I literally just tell myself, you're going to go to sleep, you're going to wake up and you're going to put that a little bit more in and a little bit more again and then you're going to go to sleep. And every day by putting that little bit in, you are growing and you are, you know, heading towards your goals, but you need to be kind to yourself yeah. in understanding that it's a journey and it takes time. And it's not even like a steady journey. Like mm. you go up, 
you go forward and you go back, you go up, you go down. Like, And honestly, early on, I used to chase perfection with everything, especially in fitness. It was like perfect, clean diet. Mm. I needed to have the perfect, you know, exercise regime, like training twice a day. Like the goals I had were number one, ridiculous. But number two, they just weren't like sustainable. But I had this idea that if I wasn't perfect, I was failing. Yeah. And it's honestly a vicious mindset and it's not something you want to be be doing. And I had to do it to learn that it wasn't right. Yeah. But by learning that just chipping away each day, what we always say, yeah. a little by, little by little, a little becomes a lot. Honestly, you'd be amazed at how much closer you'll get to achieving your goals when you have that mindset. Okay. Number eight, slow down. Slow down take it in yeah I always say this even though I'm literally the worst person ever for it but stop wishing your life away yeah it life is very yeah. fast-paced and it's so easy to get caught up in like what's next the milestones as yeah. like as a you know when are you like even from when you're really young and you'd go to your grandma's and they'd be like do you have a boyfriend and you know, yeah. oh, it was like once you had a boyfriend I was like so when are you getting married? Oh, no, when are you getting engaged? It's like, yeah. when are you getting married? It's like you're kind of programmed to think that, like, you have these stages in your life that you need to hit in order to be, like, I don't know, <laughs> accepted yeah. in society. And I feel like, unfortunately, because sometimes that pr- there's that pressure of that, you're constantly wishing and wanting that next thing yeah. rather than being like, you know what, I'm actually just going to enjoy where I am now. Well, if you don't enjoy it, then you're going to get to the next thing and it's not going to feel like anything because mm. you've surpassed everything else so quickly that it doesn't really you know it's just like Mm. oh yep okay that's another thing like being present being in the moment and like really I find it's it's not even the big things it's the small things that you end up remembering like it's the small moments in life that you are present in that you look back on and you're like you know what like yeah that day was nothing crazy but it was really special to Mm -hmm. me because I was super present and I'll always remember that moment in time happiness to me is being able to enjoy the smaller things in life like whether that be going for a walk in the morning getting a coffee with your best friend you know to me like being able to really be present and enjoy those moments, like that is happiness for me. And I think that it's hard to do. And I think it's just a constant like reminder. Like even now that you have Alina, it's like constantly reminding, hey, slow down, just play with her for a little bit, you know, like which it's easy to be busy. It's easy to be like, oh, like I'll just like put her here and I'll even like doing jobs for her. Like I better make her lunch. But it's like, okay, just like stop, like relax, Mm -hmm. be present because it goes so quickly. It I know. Like so she's quickly. already seven months. She's going to be a year soon. She's going to be a year really soon. I know. <laughs> it's really scary. All right. Number nine. You can't have a quality relationship with anyone until you can have a quality relationship with yourself. Yep. I, I agree with that. And I think that in my – it took probably mid-20s, maybe like – yeah, definitely my mid-20s is when I started to realise, oh, I didn't even know I had to have a relationship with myself. Yeah. Like, what are my needs? Well, it, and it's like – I remember like there was a bit of a, f- a movement of mm. like that whole like self-reflection and have a relationship with yourself mm. and love yourself who you are. But it took even longer for me, t- to be honest, to actually mm. embrace that and start loving myself for who I am. And like mm. it took a while. It took a really long time. A hundred percent. Like, and I always say it's you and you till the end, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, learn to sort of cherish that relationship and 
I never knew how important it was to and how much it, it will help your life progress to actually think really highly of yourself. Yeah. And I think until you can get to know you and understand what you need from yourself, yeah. it's very hard to to think highly of yourself. Yeah. But when you do and when you really, you know, hold a lot of pride in who you are, you know your values, you're stern with the person that you know you are, it's very easy to make decisions in life. It's very easy to not have guilt over things or you know second guess yourself because you're like no I know exactly who I am I know exactly what I need and I know exactly what I will and won't tolerate yeah and I think that there's a lot of strength that comes with knowing that knowing that yeah so that was another big one the last one which is probably one of my favorite and one that Toby and I talk about quite a lot is in order to go fast first one must slow down and I think that people often think action equals progress rather than progress is progress. Yeah. You know, so I think understanding where you actually want to go or what your goal is yeah. and and writing that down and yeah. understanding, okay, these are the steps I need to take to get there. Yeah. I think sometimes we just go full speed ahead and we're not even really sure what we want, whether that be yeah. fitness or because we feel like yeah. we've got to be moving to yeah. like moving see. is progress, right? Yeah. yeah, but it's like sometimes by like taking a step back and like even stopping for a moment and just being like, okay, like what am I actually trying to achieve? Well, it's like when people are like I want to start, you know, fitness because I want to lose weight. Is that truly the goal? And if so, how much weight? Like why? Yeah. You know, understanding the emotion behind it and what you actually want to achieve and in the time you want to achieve it. Like I think spending more time in that. St- start phase where you actually write things down make a vision board like understand what you really want and I can't reiterate how much this then falls into business as well it's like so much like and so often people like I want to you know and just go full speed ahead it's like what is like the the strategy like what do you want to achieve as a business like what are your values like so I've definitely made that mistake of not understanding all of that and going full steam ahead and guess what sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't but you don't it's it's a harder journey by not knowing so I think well it's like it's double the effort because yeah. like you you are taking time and effort to like go full steam ahead and like kind of rush through it but at the same time then you have to go back and like re-go over everything because it didn't work mm-hmm. so it's like taking do you know what I mean no 100% yeah so they were our top 10 I don't know if I missed any that you really I loved feel like, well I feel like they were really good we both had like a bit of a list and a bit of a mm. conversation around like what we thought yeah I love the little ones that you added in. Yes. And I don't think that I feel they all tie into each other, which is really nice. But all in all, guys, I loved my 20s. I feel that it was such a decade, (laughs) that's scary, of just growth. And I I would never look back and say I didn't do something I wish I had. I really felt I lived with no regrets. Yeah, I, I enjoyed my twenties. We moved around. We it was like it yeah, was we fun. moved cities. Like we Multiple just times. we traveled. I traveled like all traveled over the world. Heaps. Worked hard. Worked hard. Like prioritized ourselves and prioritized work over everything else, which was you know a bit wild at some points. But but we really lived. Worth we it. lived and life. We had a, yeah, we had a great time doing it. So guys, I'm nearing in, and I'll let you know when I hit the big three zero. zero. <laughs> But thanks for tuning in as always. We really loved putting this list together and we hope that you guys enjoyed it and we will see you all on our next podcast. Bye. Bye.